what do you know? Welcome to a fall day in Cramper Creek, Alaska. Welcome to the cabin and another week of Radio Front live from Cramper Creek, Alaska. Wherever you may be, it's crisp, it's getting cooler, it's getting dark at night here. Our leaves are turning yellow and it smells like rotten flesh in the forest. Oh, you gotta love autumn. This week on the podcast, we've got a foodie roundup for you. We'll give you ideas, shit to do while bored at work. Lovely Maria will be in to discuss really weird new dating terms. We'll ask what's more annoying than robocalls. Why not to snuggle with your turtle? Rocker Carmine of Peace joins us. And a segment we like to call It Happened at the Urinal. All this week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. The podcast. The CDC kindly asks Americans to please stop kissing and snuggling turtles. <laughs> now, if you didn't know, turtles are absolutely disgusting. You've heard Dr. D tell us here on the show just how absolutely disgusting turtles are. She said it's the one thing she would never own. The one thing she would never own is turtles. We had to take care of turtles over a summer once because we quote unquote volunteered for my daughter's class because they had Christmas break or summer break. They didn't know what to do with the turtles. So we had turtles. We had like a swimming pool of turtles. My wife would put them in the tub. It's like, ow! See, apparently there's a salmonella outbreak in 11 states and they're linked uh, to pet turtles. Even if they're healthy, they can have have it in their droppings and it can spread to the shell or the tank, onto your hands, or uh, on your lips if you're kissing your turtle. People kiss their turtles. Stop it. At least 26 people have gotten very sick. Nine had to be hospitalized. Thankfully, the CDC says there isn't any deaths from snuggling turtles. Fun fact, small turtles and baby turtles tend to be the biggest drivers of these outbreaks. So in 75, the federal government banned the sale of turtles with shells less than four inches long for that reason. The CDC says any half-decent pet store doesn't sell turtles that small, but they'll still sell them illegally online. Really? So there's a black market for small, snuggleable turtles? I had no idea of this. All right, science news. Uh, I know we have actual nerd news coming up, but here's a warm-up. Because scientists have discovered something, I think, very important. They've discovered how to eliminate skid marks from your toilet bowls. Yep, they're working on the hard stuff. Now, uh, have we just, like, given up on the cure for cancer thing? Is that what we're doing now? Passion project. Problem isn't just that people, you know... Don't want to see the skid marks in the toilet bowl. There's also an issue with uh, most flushing toilets. You use a lot of water and even more when you have to flush multiple times, right? You're at work and you go, oh, goodness. Okay. That's going to require more, you know. So uh, here's what they do. They've used 3D printing technology to develop what they call an abrasion-resistant, super slippery flush toilet. They even tried using sandpaper on it a thousand times. It was still slippery. Now, uh, they did have to get a little gross when testing it. They needed to simulate waste. 
They use complex liquids like uh, milk, yogurt, highly sticky honey. Also developed a dyed sticky synthetic feces. Okay. Why am I interested in that? But I am. Synthetic feces. So it's, it looks like it, but it doesn't smell. I don't know what it is. Apparently it performed pretty well. Here's the most amazing part. This was not developed. This was developed here. This was not developed in Japan where they're all about poop and toilets. There we go. So you don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, and unless you've visited Taco Bell, then yeah. Earlier we were talking about making a birthday cake out of spite for somebody you don't like, and all it did was make me hungry for cake. So how about a foodie roundup? Yeah! All right, here's the foodie roundup. Paw Patrol snacks got recalled. Why? Because on the packaging, you know, everybody has their their website and the URL on it. Packaging led to a porn site. Remember in the old days, everybody had 1-800 phone numbers before the internet and about half of them went to porn sites? Every other week, a company was apologizing because their 1-800 number led to a porn site. And now it's the uh, web addresses. TikTok going nuts over a hack that gets the last few drops of ketchup out of a bottle. You just hold the bottle, the bottom of the bottle, and swing it around like you're doing windmills on a guitar. Right, like you're Pete Townsend in The Who. Okay. I could see that working, yeah. Centrifugal force, forcing all the ketchup to the top. I could see that. Or you just store the ketchup upside down. That'll get the last out. Subway has a buy one, get one foot long deal going on. Of course, only through their app and you have to use the code FLBOGO. Pringles newest flavor. It's everything bagel, if you're wondering. Kraft selling college care packs that come with reusable silverware and 30 cups of Easy Mac. Oh, that's a good call, right? Have you heard this new TikTok term? It's chicken anxiety. It's the fear of undercooking your poultry. So does that mean you're chicken about cooking your chicken? Kind of sounds that way. Well, uh, after Labor Day, America's crazy hot dog eating pace is about to cool off. Yeah, because uh, uh, over the summer between Labor Day... Memorial Day, 4th of July. Those are the days we eat the most hot dogs. And then it falls off during the winter, big time. We're in the, so it goes from hot dogs to pumpkin spice season. Spicy Hot Pockets have arrived, courtesy of Hot Ones. Spicy garlic and chicken and bacon and stuff. It's just Hot Pockets, Spicy Hot Pockets. I'm sure Jim Gaffigan will do a joke about it. Taco Bell testing a new Mountain Dew Baja Blast ice cream. Well, it's disgusting as the drink. You can have it. A mom's meal prep pack is going viral. She literally just buys a ton of Chipotle and then divides it up into Tupperware containers. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Subway closed more locations than any other restaurant last year, but if you look at the percentage of locations closed, it's Boston Market by far. Did you know 12% of us eat half of all beef consumed 
in the U.S. 12%. Some serious meat eaters out there. One in eight are serious meat eaters. Yeah. Part of a study on environmental impacts, they specifically look at beef because it's the biggest impact on global, global emissions, up to 10 times more than chicken. They say we could figure out how to, if we could uh, have a huge impact, if we could just get that 12% to eat a little less meat. So 12%'s eating most of our meat. Europeans are said to be shocked that we don't put butter on our sandwiches. They lather everything. A woman, an American woman in France posted a, a TikTok saying, try a ham and cheese on buttered bread. Now people in other countries are making fun of Americans for not knowing that was an option. No, we know about it. We would just rather not. They say the cure for jet lag, bigger breakfast. The morning when you land, enjoy a big bref- breakfast. It'll help you. And finally, how about cottage cheese? popsicles when you blend cottage cheese and greek yogurt they wind up with the same consistency and now they're doing it it's a greek yogurt blend cottage cheese popsicles it's a foodie roundup yeah hey uh, let me ask you something how self-conscious are you? Were you were, I think when we were all kids, we were much more self-conscious. We, we weren't sure who we were yet. So finding our way through life as a teenager, you don't know. You haven't been on this planet very long. And there was that awkwardness. Like, uh, you know, junior year in high school, extremely awkward. A new poll asked adults how old they were when they felt most awkward. The average answer was 17. For me, it was a little younger. I finally started growing at 17, so I didn't feel as bad. But before then, I was a skinny, tiny little kid that looked like I was years behind everybody else. Like maybe I was one of those Doogie Howser really smart kids and they moved me up. But that sadly was not the case. (laughs) I was just small. And yeah, I was self-conscious about it. Two-thirds of adults say they still have moments where they feel a bit awkward as they did back then. Turns out we're still worried about a lot of the same things. People were asked to name some of the things they were self-conscious about as teens. And the top things they're self-conscious about now. The top three? Our weight, our hair, our teeth. Still holds too. Of course, back then it probably wasn't worried about losing your hair. It's just how it looked. Those are still the top things we're self-conscious about today. Other things, uh, you know, let's say our posture, our voice, our glasses, acne. I'm self-conscious about my voice. I hate my voice. Because it's so loud. And I hear a lot of people tell me it's very recognizable. And I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I don't, I never thought of it as being, my posture, horrible. So I am self-conscious about some things. But there's ways to overcome being self-conscious. You just have to do it right. There there are ways. For instance, you want to recognize what you're good at. Like, uh... All right, moving on. We'll try another one. How about stop comparing yourself to others? I mean, especially like your wife's personal trainer. Because the dude is hot and extremely charismatic. Don't even try. Stop apologizing for your mistakes. Oh, sorry for yelling. You 
want to disengage from people who are critical of you. In other words, simply avoid your family. You want to develop a positive mindset. Now, whether that involves mushrooms or ecstasy, that's entirely up to you. You want to work with one of those professionals you pay by the hour to help you find your inner peace. Oh, what are they called? Uh, uh, Prostitutes. There you go. They'll help you out. Get a prostitute. You want to learn to make fun of yourself. That's the best medicine. Here, I'll get you started. Is that a nose or did you borrow Bradley Cooper's prosthetic? See, don't you feel better? You need to learn to let go. Sorry, now you're going to get that dumb song from Frozen stuck in your head and you'll never be able to let it go. You want to refrain from negative thoughts, right? From I can't do anything right to everything I do is brilliant. In other words, you want to become Kanye. That dude just drips confidence or insanity. It depends on how you look at that. And remember, you need to practice affirmation. Whoa, I said affirmation. Pull your pants back up. What the hell are you doing? From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Hi, baby. So I found these out. These are new dating terms. Now, these mean nothing to you and I because, you know, we don't, you know, we we go on dates, but that's not what they're talking about. These are actual. and, and, And we're not really new, honey. (laughs) <laughs> no, okay, we're old. Uh, but uh, here we go. Uh, I want to pat. I had never heard of any of these. Now, a couple of them. I mean, ghosting. I've heard of right where you just right. like you don't. No more correspond. They just drop off the planet. But there's sure, co- sure. Here's one called uh, cyber flashing, the act of sending unwanted sexual images to another person through digital means. But also via text or another. So that's cyber flashing. Like if I sent you a picture of my junk. <laughs> I've, yeah, I, I can see why that would be called cyber flashing. By yeah. the way, I've, uh, for the record, I've never done that. I'm not, I don't. I've if, n- you, if you ever do that, I will put it on Facebook. <laughs> that's right. You keep that in mind. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> does that work both ways? Cause you sent me stuff. Does that mean I can put those up on Facebook? I double, triple dog dare you. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Cuffing, cuffing, like cufflinks. Uh, it, it comes from the word handcuffed. It's the act of getting tied down to one partner, usually during the colder months of the year to be cuffed also refers to someone in a serious relationship outside of cuffing season. So it's cuffing. It's like you're just, eh, it's cold. I might as well be with this person. <laughs> Have you heard of cookie? We, we, we call that winter. Yeah, I know. Have you heard of cookie jarring? That sounds delicious. Oh, I love the cookie jar. Well, no, I, hold on. Uh, it's when a person seeks a relationship with somebody else as a backup plan, the same way people might reach out for, reach for a cookie when they want an instant treat. It's cookie jarring. Yeah. Pursuing their backup a, person. All right. It's not a chocolate chip cookie. It's a sugar cookie. <laughs> it, uh, no, it's a Golden Glenner. Best cookies in the world. 
Oh, here's one called the three flags. Green flags, positive, compatible traits that a person possesses. Red flags are negative, potentially harmful traits. A person displaying a beige flag is not necessarily good or bad. They're just dull, boring, and lack any effort in dating. So you always have those uh, red flag dates. Have you ever had a beige date that was like, oh, God, this is... Absolutely. <laughs> oh, here's he took one. Me to, he took me to Six Flags. There you go. <laughs> okay. Soft launching. That's posting a discreet photo or video of your new partner. Oh, just somebody I met. It's a soft launch. Uh, love, okay. love bombing is lavishing a new romantic partner with grand gestures and constant contact. Oh, God. Okay, love bombing. Orbiting. Orbiting is when someone has cut off communication with a person or they have made it clear they're not interested in pursuing a relationship, yet they continue to interact with the person and flirt on social media and everything else. It's orbiting. You're just hanging around. That's like every chick I know. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, cobwebbing. That, that's, yeah, okay, yeah, that, that, yeah, that doesn't sound good at all. Uh, that's the act of self-love refers to purging any mementos from previous relationships. Old sweaters, text threads, photos, in an effort to move on. Cobwebbing, getting I, rid of everything, clean the closet kind of thing. I like yours better, clean the closet. There we go. All right, some terms that hopefully we never ever have to use, Em. Yeah, yeah just keep that in mind. Safe wording. Oh, there's one we can get in on. Uh, the X-Rock Morning Show. The safe word of the day. Uh, what is our safe word of the day? Uh, well, we already learned our lesson, so we know it can't be supercalifragilisticexpialidocious because that's hard to say in a panic. Yeah, I'm going to have to give you that one, babe. We'll go back and use banana. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, fellas, can we talk uh, about bathroom etiquette here for a second? Some of you don't get it, really. Went to the movies the other night, and after the movie, I go in to use the urinal. And a stranger like starts talking about the movie next to me. Wow, the ending of that, huh? I didn't see that coming with the thing. It's like, oh, okay, all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, there's certain... Norm, certain unspoken rules men have in the urinals. And you guys know what I'm talking about. For the most part, he didn't, obviously. But for the most part, there's certain rules. You go in, you use the bathroom, you don't talk to anybody till you wash your hands. When you're at the urinal, you're looking straight ahead, straight down. There's no side to side. There's no whistling or humming or conversation. It's just how we do things in the urinals. There's an online story about awkward things happening to men in urinals. You, you ladies think you have a bad case, you have to wait in line. I'm sure you have stories too. One guy said that a super drunk guy walked up, didn't realize, he was so drunk he didn't realize the urinal was being used and relieved himself on the dude using the urinal at the time. One guy said his drunk buddy was in the urinal next to him was mumbling and at one point his buddy shouted shut up John Mayer and he goes what the hell didn't think much of it then he walks up to the sink saw John Mayer <laughs> said he apologized on behalf of his drunk buddy <laughs> it really was John Mayer 
some guys talk about how they were trying to go and they could hear couples doing naughty things in the stalls nearby. Uh, I'd make it, you know, there's some stage fright going on there too. There's a little pressure to relieve pressure sometimes, as it were. Another guy talked about trying to finish up while a fight broke out in the bathroom. That's never easy. Now, it's common for little kids. You've seen little boys going and drop their pants, drop trowel all the way, right? All the way down. They're at the little shorter urinals. It's real awkward when adults do it. I've seen it. I've seen it twice. And both times, I don't know if it's a cultural thing. It was an older Asian man. Dropping trowel all the way down. Okay, maybe that's how they... All right. Some guys talked about poorly designed bathrooms where you can like see... Have you ever, you know, gone to the bathroom where every time the door swings open, everybody can look at you standing there at the urinal. I don't have any shit. I don't care all that much about that. Someone said a guy once complimented my watch while I was going. Okay, that's... Yeah. It's like... Keep your eyes on your own paper, Okay. Guy in IT said that a coworker walked to him up to him at the urinal, just started talking about tech problems. It's like, could this wait five minutes? Some people talked about seeing women using urinals in, at concerts because the line was too long. Probably it sounds like something like a rock concert in the seventies. I was see now Maria has no shame. She'll walk in and use it. if the guys if the bathroom's long at the women, she'll go and use the guys' bathroom. She does not care. And uh, there's the old venues where uh, you do your business in a trough-like area. That's weird enough. But one person said they were at a theater where the urinals were lined up on two sides of a, of a very short four-foot wall. So you're standing there going while you're staring at somebody facing you standing there going. That would be a little awkward. that point it's like yeah i think i'll go stand in line in the girls room for this it's time for a look at history the year was 1876 a young alexander graham bell has just invented the telephone Flash ahead, oh, 147 short years later and we hate him for it Why? Because we can't go anything and do anything or go anywhere without a damn phone. They're connected to us. It's like constantly having that very long avocado green cord from the kitchen phone constantly attached to your hip. Another reason we do not like the phone, robocalls. Ah, a.k.a. the goat of terrible. Ah, robocalls. You know, 20% of Americans still answer calls from unknown numbers. I I will on occasion. I will, I admit it. But normally not. We see who it is, right? Because normally you see who's calling all the time. Remember, you used to pick up the phone and it was always a question. Hello? You had no idea. Hello? And now it's like, ah, okay. Now, you know, your phone will even say spam alert, which is awesome. Not all the time, so. But is there anything more annoying than robocalls? I mean, robocalls almost as annoying as, say, I don't know, 
travel constipation, right? When you're traveling and you're not <laughs> almost as horrible as... How about Harry and, and, and Megan? Or people at the automatic parking gate who lose their ticket. It's like, oh. Oh, here's one. This is this might be worse than the robocall. How about the low battery alert on your smoke alarm going off at 3 a.m.? Then you got to go through the house because it'll beep and you're not sure which one it was. It's very hard to tell and you got to track it down and get out a ladder and find it. And then you end up beating the hell out of it with the end of a broomstick. The girl next to you at the Taylor Swift concert who won't stop shrieking. Going to the Chick-fil-A only to remember it's Sunday. See, they're not open on Sundays. Almost as annoying as bachelorette parties. I would say robocalls are about as annoying as when the dog drags his ass across the rug right after you vacuumed and cleaned. Almost as annoying as people who must tell us what their pronouns are. Almost as annoying as people who get our pronouns wrong. They, them, their, they. Is there an apostrophe? I don't know. From the farthest north rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. There's a lot of hype when you're younger and starting an exciting career, but really every everyone is bored out of their minds, are we not? New study says 46% of Americans are just bored at work for about three days in the work week. 90% who are bored and who have college degrees say they did not see this coming back in school. Although 71% say they're happy with their current role, just 35% say they enjoy their work and 13 admit to being uh, unsatisfied. The main problem seems to be the monotony of the workday. You know, when you're doing the same thing day in, day out, feels like routine can be a problem. I mean, this one is total routine. I mean, down to my minutes, down to the shows. I have certain segments that outrun every hour. But you know what? They're always fun every day. And I have you people to join me and talk and we do jokes. And so I'm I'm rather blessed, even though I there is monotony in this job. You know, I get done. I've got to go in. i got to do affidavits and load music and... Handle payroll and because I'm the operations manager as well as the morning show host here. So I got to do a lot of adulting after I get done with the fun part. But you know, there's always ways to fill the boredom at work. Here's a fun one find your IT guy and simply tell him that uh, an Ewok can beat up Baby Yoda in a fight and just watch him explode. Oh, If you're really bored, try huffing different colored Sharpies to see if they deliver different types of highs. Remember the fruit-scented markers back in the day? Cover your face in stamps and ask shipping receiving to mail you someplace interesting. Oh, make a rubber band ball. And a rubber band bat. And a rubber band pitching machine. And then just go nuts. You know that weirdo co-worker who sits on the stability ball? Yeah, pop it. That'll break the monotony. Drop a package between the FedEx guy and the UPS guy and have them fight to the death over it. Right? Like two roosters. That would be awesome. 
Ooh, enjoy some homemade spaghetti by just sticking some dough into the paper shredder. Make your own pasta. Start an office pool with coworkers, and you can guess like uh, the next thing the boss does to destroy the company. Uh, applicable for employees of Twitter only, of course. And finally, maybe you could just cough and mutter something about the new COVID strain, and boom, you got the rest of the day at home. So many ways to break the boredom. The best way, though, crank up the damn radio for crying out loud. You got X-Rock on. Share it with friends. We'll get you through this. Your workday may suck. Your mornings do not have to. Not on my watch. (laughs) Uh, We just had uh, Amazon Prime days. There was a couple of them, right, recently? I don't know that. Oh, Amazon Prime Day. I don't know. Is it marked as a national holiday? Is that a, is it just come up? I know. Is it around Black Fridays too? Or do they... Did I miss it? Do I got to wait till next year? I didn't care that much. Because normally, you know, you're going to get really drunk or high and order something stupid. Found a list. Uh, worst purchases ever made. Somebody had like uh, online regret for Amazon Prime Day. Somebody paid $250 for a Zune MP3 player instead of an iPod. Yeah, those got discontinued in 012. <laughs> One guy paid $20 to sign up for unlimited rentals at his local Blockbuster. Then it shut down in a month. Uh, you know, Remember those shape-up shoes with the rounded bottoms that's supposed to work out your legs? Somebody paid 100 bucks for a pair, immediately sprained their ankle, never wore them again. Another woman bought uh, expensive crystal wine glasses when she turned 21, then realized drunk people in their 20s, they knock over a lot of stuff. Hey, uh, young lady, that doesn't end. My 40 and 50-year-old friends break all, every wine glass we have about every party, so that doesn't change. Somebody else paid a website 10 bucks for secrets on how to become a millionaire. They ended up getting a PDF with instructions on how to build a website and charge people 10 bucks for her secrets on how to become a millionaire. Work. <laughs> That's a great scam. Why didn't I think of that? Want to become a millionaire? <laughs> Send me ten bucks. That's that's classic. But see, Amazon Prime is different, right? Usually, you make these purchases two a.m. when you're really drunk, and you go, "What?" <laughs> I just bought a. Ceramic rhinoceros. It happens. That's only if you're into Amazon Prime. A lot of people don't do the Amazon Prime. I'm not all that up for it. I'll do it. I'll buy it, but I don't like get all excited about Amazon Prime Day. Maybe you don't either. Maybe you don't even do Amazon Prime. I don't know why. Maybe it's because their their payment options don't include sexual favors. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe your neighbor with that unsecure porch already does Amazon Prime. So it's what's the point? You got it right there. Oh, I got it. You're allergic to bubble wrap, aren't you? That would do it. Or maybe you, you, you know, instead of shopping online, you just, you, you'd miss the people of Walmart too much and just how fortunate they make you feel. It's nice. You want, you feel bad about yourself going to Walmart. You leave feeling better. Maybe you still got a flip phone for Christ's sake. Or maybe you're Hunter Biden and Amazon Prime, as you knew, does not sell hookers and blow. 
Hey, come on, let's be honest, lardass. The only prime you're interested in is rib. Maybe you don't like their annoying suggestions. You know, when you buy something, they suggest you, look, I bought toilet paper. It doesn't mean I need to buy a plunger. Shopping online, yeah, it might be convenient, but hello, no food court. And apparently shopping still isn't free on orders of brides, so that might be keeping you off Amazon Prime. Really, I think probably the number one reason, uh, fellas, you aren't shopping on Amazon Prime. I'm, uh, Prime, I mean, you keep meaning to, and every time you log on to register at night, you're distracted by the thing called, uh, uh, b- 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 what is it called? Oh, yeah, pornography. Hey, let me ask you a question. Do you pretend to like something? You know. You ever want... I mean, do we all really like pumpkin spice? Me? I do not. I do not like pumpkin spice. But I don't pretend to like it. I don't know. I'm sure there's things I've pretended to like. Caviar. You know, you're just trying to feel rich. Ew, have some caviar. Ugh. Crocs. Uh, see, I don't, but I know some of you wear them, but you know, you wear them ironically, right? Come on, they're ugly and they're not really comfortable. So uh, there's a whole list of these that were online. Things that people pretend to like. Sparkling water. Yeah, it tastes like, as somebody put here, it tastes like if Sprite lied about its personality. Driving a stick shift. If you're doing it by choice, you're dumb, somebody said. See, now I liked driving my stick. I I just like the control of the stick, but yeah. Running outside is a form of exercise. Boring! Just running. I don't run unless I'm playing a team sport or I'm chased by bears. Oh, here's one. Camping. See, now I used to pretend to like camping. Never really liked it. It's uncomfortable. Everything you bring. You smell like campfire smoke afterwards or bug spray. The beach. See, Maria pretends to like the beach. She doesn't like the beach. Sand everywhere. It's horrible for sex. Kale. Okay, sure. Eat it because it's good for you, but don't pretend to like it. The taste of any type of alcohol, including IPAs. We drink alcohol. You guys in your IPAs, it's not that good. They never understand the IPA thing. Bubble baths. Are they really as relaxing as people pretend they are? Sure they are on movies, but other than that, bubble bath, no. Clubs once you're over the age of 35. Ugh, yeah, they don't do it for me anymore. I don't even pretend to like those. Lobster. All right, if you like it so much, why are you drowning it in butter? <laughs> those are some things people pretend to like. But then there's those things we all actually do like. The snooze button. Licking your box from Cinnabon. Come on. You know you do it. Watching the Roomba scare the dog. And who doesn't enjoy watching that bully from high school working now at McDonald's? Ooh, here's something everybody likes. Finding a joint in your goat pocket. It's like, whoa! Avocados. Everybody loves avocados. Drop off kids' birthday parties. You just drop them off. How about eating Lucky Charm marshmallows separately? Steve Bashimi. Sure, he's weird looking, but we all love Steve Bashimi. Four-day work weeks. Here in Alaska, we got around the Northern Lights, right? We love football season. Watching the Zamboni at the Ice Dog game. 
Summer Solstice. Chitna. All right, Chitna is more of a love-hate, right? It's not fishing, it's harvesting, and it's a pain in the ass. But the payoff is there for most of us. Woo, let's wrap that one up with a bow. See, that's a quick 30, 40 minutes of fun right there. We thank you for joining us. Share it, like it, love us, stalk us. We don't care. Send us beer. That's all we ask. Uh, Next week on the podcast, uh, we've got uh, animal fart facts. Stupid new words. Men rubbing lotion on other men. We also say, fuck you, Switzerland. We'll look at our most Googled questions and some crazy sex facts. Oh, yeah. Next week on the podcast. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.